you are listening to the very first podcast of Confessions of an Angry Metalhead. I am the Angry Metalhead. Fuck you, turn blue, and drop over. My take on Metallica's being a band. They've got to be kidding. Right? Upon hearing a week ago that Metallica were hosting their own Masterclass series titled Being a Band, I just as quickly saw as many eyebrows raised throughout the internet. Nice to know I wasn't the only one with a brain. Let's be real. The idea of Metallica teaching anyone how to be a band is absolutely laughable. I could give two shits about their legacy. It's absolutely moot to the point or purpose of this podcast. I just wonder if anyone reading this has actually paid to watch that shit. I can only imagine they'd have no choice but to dwell on their dark past. I'm not talking about Cliff Burton's gruesome 1986 death or Hetfield entering rehab uh, 20 years ago. I'm talking about the other part of their dark past that no one ever really brings up. So that begs the question, how much of their advice, if you even want to call it that, is based on the truth? How much more of it is based on a fabricated history? Fuck, Jason Newstead had recently alluded to the fact that there are a lot of secrets within Metallica. That was in an interview he did where he was discussing what went down during uh, the thing, the events that led to his leaving the band. That aside, I know better than to watch that shit show. But I'm here today to bring you my own homespun, brutally honest interpretation of being a band all for free and all for your displeasure. Let's go with number one, shall we? Number one, bit of advice. Labor for far longer than necessary on over song arrangements. That's right. Go find a band that's a major influence on you the way that Saxon influenced Lars Ulrich. Watch them beat a song arrangement to death when it probably sounded good after just a few tries. Assume that it's the only way to write songs and prepare for a career chock full of infighting within your band. Do you happen to have a musician in your band that's a songwriting genius that can just shit out song after song on his own while keeping things basic? Does your band have the ability to make a quality album in a relatively short amount of time? Fuck that. Make sure you always have to have a say in everything the band does. Make sure you oversee every minute detail of the simplest four-minute single. Make sure your band practices that song over and over again to the point that once you finally hit that record button, your deadline for the album is just around the corner. How the fuck can first take magic possibly mean shit when you, yes you, can take years to write all of 10 songs and totally piss off your loyal fan base as they wait possibly close to a decade before you release that next album? Duh! Number two, make sure your producer doubles as a Yoko. You're inching closer and closer to success with each passing album. You finally hit platinum status in sales, and you're even a homeowner now. Imagine you and your band jamming away on a fast, 
possibly badass new track as the big name producer your label brought in arrives and hears what you're playing. His hello to the band is to tell you to stop and to play what you're playing slower. Absolutely, absolutely listen to him and let him know right away that he has control over you and that your balls are safe in his grip. It won't seem like that at first, especially since your initial record under his supervision becomes your biggest selling album of all time, even if it unquestionably divides fans and leaving some questioning your integrity. Keep that producer for the next several years as he influences you to explore sonic territory that not only is unnecessary, but alienates whatever back-in-the-day fans you have left. Go ahead and let him be considered by the public to be your band's fifth member, or sixth if your band's already a five-piece. Take him everywhere you go like the little lapdog he is. And he'll know he doesn't have to worry about the source of his next paycheck. If you lose a band member, let him play on your next album. Thus giving him hope that he might even join your band that he helped to completely alter the course of. Let him dominate you like you're his BDSM dungeon bitch so bad that the stench is strong for decades to come. Number three. Overuse your wah-wah pedal to the point of sexual abuse. Are you the lead guitarist in your band? Did you idolize guitarists that made decent use of their wah-wah pedal? The way Kirk Hammett says Michael Schenker is one of the reasons why he himself started relying on the wah pedal? Well, what the fuck are you waiting for, man? Stop that pedal and fucking rock it back and forth uncontrollably. And far more often than your idols ever did, make that wah pedal want to follow a straining order on you, okay? You can't stand out if your wah pedal use has control or intentional limitations. You need to use your wah pedal on practically every single solo you ever play. Your tone with the wah must be insufferable, and you have to sound like you have absolutely no right hand at all. At all. <clears throat> Ever. Not even a jerk off. Number four. Grant the film crew unlimited access to all of your band's drama. Did you decide to have a little fun and let the whole world see your band in the middle of recording an album? Did shit not go as planned? Did a band member quit? Did someone go to rehab after years of unchecked abuse that's still nothing compared to another ex-member whose trips to rehab surpassed double digits long before your first go at sobriety? Is this person you? Pay that film crew for the rights to that footage and continue to film away. Expose your personal business to the entire world. Hire a so-called performance enhancement coach known for working with gangs and NFL teams because it doesn't matter how many business deals you've gone through as a band. You can't handle someone quitting. This coach cannot, I repeat, cannot be a licensed psychologist or even a licensed psychotherapist. Treat him like your own personal security blanket and keep him on your payroll for far longer than any other band in history. 
much like your producer, C number two, make him so comfortable that he starts playing or trying to write lyrics for your band in the middle of a recording session. The more leeches in your life, the better, of course. Speaking of band members leaving, I save the most important bit of advice for last. Number five, drive your most loyal bandmate to quit. This is the last thing I'd ever want or wish on any band. But imagine you lost a band member in a horrific accident a la Cliff Burton. Instead of taking time off to grieve the loss of your comrade in arms, throw yourselves immediately into replacing him before you head overseas to tour. Find yourself your band's biggest fan. He worships the very band member he's replacing. He knows your entire catalog inside and out. He's willing to do anything you want because he doesn't want to take this chance for granted. After all, theoretically, he should have never had that chance. He'll sign autographs backstage while your lazy ass is already back at the hotel getting shit-faced. Come on, that's rich right there. Haze the shit out of him. You want to remind him that he didn't just waltz into a happy situation, but because neither you or your band ever gave yourselves the time needed to grieve, you can just take out all your anger on that loyal new replacement. Prank him backstage. Embarrass him on stage. Dictate what and how he plays when recording an album. Completely shatter his spirit by being the one guy to still haze him, even years after everybody else grows up and accepts reality. Condemn him during an interview with a national publication for daring to express his desires to record an album with a decidedly different sounding band because you are afraid to lose him, even if you're still treating him like the new kid after years after his arrival into your life. And when he requests to hold a meeting with the band to further express his desires for a break because he physically ran himself to the to the ground for you and your band? Simple. Just show up drunk at 10 in the morning and tell him no. Ultimately strengthening his resolve to tell you that he's gone. If you follow these five easy steps, you just might be on your way to a highly successful career in music. This has been my take on being a band or my interpretation. You can find me on on uh, Instagram, Confessions of an Angry Metalhead. You could also find Confessions of an Angry Metalhead on Tumblr, which is an absolutely shitty site now because you can't find porn on there anymore. And you can also find me on Facebook. Until next time, whatever the fuck that may be, fuck off. <laughs>